0: And you, you guys are thinking, well, he's just a grandfather. He's just bragging. No, 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 no. you, you, you got to see the picture. This, this is a life that was never supposed to happen. Okay, so, so the enemy, they're going to keep showing pictures. I'll just sit down and be quiet here in a minute. It's, it's, like, it's like the enemy had a plan and tried to paint a picture of a future that, you know, w- without Kinsley. Which and her name means the uh, the preparation of the king, and, and 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 you know the enemy tried to present a picture where Kinsley was wasn't in it, but God had a different picture, okay, and and, and you know God made a way where there was no way, you, you know, and it's like hey, we had ourselves a miracle, okay, and, and can I just tell you something? You weren't actually supposed to be here either. You know, the, the enemy's done everything he can to stop and prevent and to hold you back and to, and to annihilate you and paralyze you and make you powerless. But, but, but God had a dream about the future and he saw where you were gonna be positioned in it and in your mama's belly, he began to form you so that you would fit the picture that he had of the future. And the Bible says that he sanctified you or made you different from anybody else, and then he ordained you, which means he's empowered you to fulfill his dream. And yeah, man, I'm telling you, you, you don't understand this, that you're the miracle child that, that ought to be celebrating today. Hell has tried to take you out on multiple occasions, but you're still here. You're still inhaling and exhaling and growing in the power of God and the mind of God. And when you begin to see what God sees for your future, you are a dynamic threat against the powers of darkness. And voices will speak against you, but it doesn't make any difference if you hold on till the end. Man, I'm telling you, wait for it. The vision will speak for itself. Your life will, will, will speak for itself that I have humiliated hell, demonstrated Satan's defeat, I have ran my race, fought a good fight. At the end of your life, hell's going to think, good Lord, what happened? You are loved, accepted, and you belong. And, you know, just, just to help, you know, a, a delusional grandpa out, let's just give God one more shout and pray. Thank, thank him for who you are in Christ today. Yeah, come on, y'all be thanking him for who you are. Thank him for your future. Thank him. Thank him right now. Just begin to thank him. God, you're going to open the eyes of my understanding. You're going to show me my future. You're going to show me my life. You're going to show me things I didn't know before. My God, somebody shout, I'm loved. Amen. Sit down. i got to try to do this real quick. Uh, Put Habakkuk 2, 1 up there for just a minute. And, and uh, uh, you know, he said, man, I don't, uh, this is after a season of l- looking at how bad things were going. I don't know if you've ever been there where you're looking at your life and things are going bad. But this is in a moment when Habakkuk is looking at life and looking at the world, and he's not too impressed, and he's, he's pretty upset, and you read the first chapter, and he's just like pouring it out, and he's telling God about it. But finally, in, in chapter two, he says, man, I, I'm going to stand, I'm going to stand, uh, verse one, please, uh, I'm, I'm going to stand, and I'm going to set myself on the tower, and look at what he said, I'm going to watch to see what God's going to say to me. I'm going to watch to see what God's going to say to me. And see, it's really important today that you don't just come to listen, but you come to see what God's saying to you, that you allow God to show you images that you ain't never seen before. See, words, words are impregnated with thoughts, but thoughts are containers that carry images. And God created you with an imagination. And can I just tell you something about the imagination that God has given you? Is that your imagination doesn't work by, by memorization of words your imagination works through images okay through through image everybody say images okay and and what happens is, is it's like uh, uh, like if i say the word dog dog it, it, everybody sees dogs and there's all, you know there's all kinds of different dogs throughout here it, there's people that think of dogs that aren't even actually dogs right so so let, let's go let's go one bigger big dogs Okay, I just killed all the Chihuahuas in the house. It's awesome, man. They're gone, right? It, it, you know, because you say big dog, you can't see a Chihuahua. If you do, you are messed up in the head. Okay, so, so how about this big dog with vicious teeth? Okay, and you, how about big dog with vicious teeth on your leg? See the people that chuckle, they can see it. See and, and see if if you can see what God's saying. The imagery changes everything. See, a lot of us think that God sent Jesus so that we could. Uh, you know, build a relationship with Jesus and we come to church and go to Bible studies and get in grow groups and small, you know, sessions and study the word and read the Bible every day so that we can change our life. We think Jesus is going to change our life. But Jesus, and just check this out, and, and, you know, just be ready. But Jesus didn't come to change your life. He came so you could exchange your life. You're supposed to take off the old and put on the new. See, if all you're looking for is self-improvement, you, know, you don't want to turn your relationship with God and Jesus into a self-improvement program where, where I'm just going to develop myself. No, you're supposed to crucify yourself. I'm just going to grow myself. No, you're supposed to deny yourself. See, because if any man be in Christ, he's not a better creature. He's a new creature. And, and the old things, man, they, they get wiped away. The, the old picture of who you are. But see, what, what happens is that a lot of us have that old picture so ingrained And it's like, like we get into scripture memorization and trust me, man, I'm into that stuff. I I love knowing what God says, but can I just tell you something that the ability to quote scripture after scripture is not the result of a renewed mind. It's part of the process of renewing your mind, but it's not being able to, because see, if you're studying the word to memorize scriptures, you're focused on words, and you don't need to be focused on words. You need to be exchanging imagery. Like, like, you have a picture of who you are, but you need to exchange it for who God says you are. That's why when he said in verse 2, hey, write the vision. What vision? What you saw when I was talking. Man, you know, you you need to get to the point that you can see what God's saying, and then you begin to develop, you know, an understanding of that. Everybody say understanding. See, you you, you have to get an understanding the ability to see what God's seeing. Man, I'm telling you that God wants you to see what he sees, and what he sees is radically different from what your unrenewed self sees. Remember, he said, my ways are higher. My thoughts are higher. It wasn't a put-down. It was an invitation up. But you have to exchange your way for his. Ephesians 3 says that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above and beyond all that we could ask, think, hope, or imagine. God is is able to do more than you can imagine. That doesn't mean that you imagine to your highest level and then stop and sit back and wait to see what God does. That says that your imagination isn't big enough, so you're going to need to exchange it for his. Well, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Hallelujah. What? What are you talking about? Mysterious ways. He wrote 66 books and put them in your hands so you could understand how he works. He said, I won't do anything without revealing it to the prophets first. He's not not into keeping secrets. He's into revealing them. Call unto me. Seek me. And I'll answer you. Jeremiah 33, 3. Remember, call me, and I'll answer you. I'll show you things, fenced-in things, hidden things, secret things. Things that have been hidden, not from you, for you. I'll show you things you couldn't possibly know. Enlighten the eyes of our understanding that we might see the hope that's set in front of us. See, if you're going to see what God's saying, one of the first things you're going to have to do is look. Make sense? A good candy? Did you write it down? That's awesome. Okay. See, not with eyes of flesh. See, the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit, neither can he for their foolishness to him. But the things that God is revealing, he reveals them by the spirit. See, when you got born again, your spirit was refreshed. Your spirit comes alive. And now you have the capacity, the ability, you have access to see what God Seize. And so you begin to see uh, uh, in a way that, that we refer to uh, as as faith. The just shall live by faith. faith. The just shall live by faith. And, and and Hebrews 11, 6 says, Without faith it is impossible to please God. But uh, those that come to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently Seek, see, see. You got to be looking for something that you got to be. You, you're, you're pressing in, and you're seeking God. But, but let's just break this down for just a second. Without faith, it, it, see, it's not hard to please God. Without faith, it's impossible. See, can I can I just tell you something? That that it impossible doesn't mean that if you work harder or get nicer or attend more services or give larger offerings, dang, I wish that's what it meant. That if, that if you just show up every service and fill that bucket to the top, never let an envelope go past you without you filling it and then God's gonna love you more. That, but that's not true. See, without faith, it's impossible. See, a lot of us just think it's hard. Like, it's so hard. I'm going to please God, but I'm going to find a way. Not without faith you're not. Without faith it's impossible. And we know that faith cometh by, which isn't listening, it's understanding, and which is the ability to perceive. So you're in the word. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word. So as you develop your understanding of the word, you're going to see things you haven't seen before, and that's going to engage your faith. Romans also says though that faith works by love, and so w- love is the thing that's going to activate your faith and cause your faith to really be effective, and it, and, and it's it's the love of God. You you got to seek God and you got to come to Him and believe that He is. Everybody say He is, he is. And, and it's not it's not like you know like like He was. Have you been around any, anybody that's constantly talking about what God did like Old Testament stuff? You know, and he parted the seas, and he let them out, and he, and, and, and man, and he did this, and he did that, and, and, and it's true. It's not like he didn't do it, but he did. And, and then, that, but again, there's another one of those pendulums where it swings way out. And if if, if we're not stuck on uh, on the days of old, then it's uh, some glad morning, you know, when this life is o'er, and then and it's a sweet by and by. And I grew up in church where I cannot tell you. I mean, I'm talking countless. Countless messages I've heard where they referred to, on the other side. And it's true, but, but, but on, on the other side, on the other side, on the other side, there'll be no more weeping. On the other side, on the other side, we'll have no more sickness. On the other side. It's like, well, then somebody kill me. If the only way to get victory is to get to the other side. <laughs> and it's not like he's not out there. I mean, I get it. But the Bible said that you got to believe that he is. Not that he was. He's not the great I'm going to be. He's the, hey, I am. You got to believe that God is. It does not mean to, to believe that God exists. Everybody believe God exists. God exists. The Bible says that nobody's going to have an excuse because everyone has seen the glory of God. James said, faith without is dead. See, everybody in here has faith, just a lot of y'all have dead faith. Did I, did I say that wrong? <laughs> it's like your tenor changed. The way you're looking at me, like, how dare you say my faith is dead? <laughs> I can't believe you'd stand right there in front of all these people and say, my, my faith is not dead. You get dead faith unless there's corresponding action. See, a lot of us don't know how to act. You know, four times it says the just live by faith. The problem is, is that most Christians don't know how to live by faith. They, they can't see what God sees. Now, they're hoping that God will do, like, some miracles. I mean, you know, he's a miracle worker. Look at somebody and say, my God does miracles man, I got to hurry. My God does miracles. Dude, I'm going to tell you something. My God does miracles, okay? But let me tell you something about miracles. You, have, you can study the Bible, study history, talk to your friends. Miracles happen, but never by mistake. It just doesn't happen by mistake. Somebody Somebody engages in see a miracle by definition is any occurrence that demands divine intervention. So like there's like something happens, but there ain't no way. See there ain't, there ain't no way. I mean I, all I gotta do is like look at you. And and, and you know and, and you look at the trajectory of your life. And isn't it crazy that you know you go from sleeping in the bushes outside of a middle school, to to, to what's your job title? Manager, you know, know, have you seen your wife? Miracle. Uh, uh, (laughs) I mean, good Lord. I mean, all you got to do is get to know him and go, yep, God's alive. It's one of my boys, I pick on him, okay. Miracles don't happen by mistake. See, every product has a process. And we all want a product, but we don't like the process. And we think if we don't know the process, then we can't be held accountable to the process. And then we'll just ask God to provide the product without us engaging in the process. And his hands are tied. See, God is able to do exceeding abundantly above and beyond all that we can ask, think, hope, or imagine according to the power that's at work in us. And if we don't activate that faith, then then he can't. You know, if you won't step in the natural, he can't put the super on it. Right. right? So you you don't get supernatural results because you you bring the natural, he puts on the super. Right. And, and it's like uh, uh, you know, there's all kinds of stuff. Remember the verse that Kenneth Hagin wrote. Um, uh, Mark 11, he said, and I say unto thee that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart those things that he saith, he shall have whatsoever he saith. And, and, and verily I say unto thee that when you pray, believe that you receive and you'll have what you, what, you know what, what you said. It's interesting. You study it out. You study it out. And, and let, me just, let me just give you, a, you know, just a, 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 this will, I'm hoping this will help you. Uh he he doesn't actually say that you'll have whatever you're praying for. He never says you'll have what you pray. He says you'll have what you say. Let me tell you what dead faith does. Dead faith prays for things it don't say. So when you're saying doesn't line up with your praying, you're sabotaging your faith. And see what faith is going to do is enable you empower you to see what God sees so that you can begin to say what God says so that you will see what God sees not only by faith but now in the natural realm See you you have got to open your eyes check this out Jeremiah Jeremiah chapter 1 and I mentioned it earlier that you know where he's talking about uh, I had a dream about the future, and this is where you're going to fit, and I'm going to make you different, and I'm going to empower you. And, and look, at, look at this. The word of the Lord came into me a second time, and he said, What seeth thou? What do you see? He, he, he's just been telling him about his future, and, and, and you know, now he starts asking him questions. Okay, and what's he doing? He's making sure that he's seeing right. What do you see? I see the rod of an almond tree. Look at this. And, and, and verse 12. Then the Lord said, Thou seest well. Thou seeth well, so I will hasten my word to perform it. Can I just tell you, you, you want to see a collapse of time? Learn to see well. Le- learn to see well, and when you can see well, he said, okay, now I'm going to watch over that word, and I'm going to make sure it happens exactly like I said. Now that we see the same thing, now, now you know what you're looking for. You won't miss it when it comes by. See the problem is a lot of us don't see very well. See, a lot of people in church and been in church maybe their whole life or maybe you just showed up, but you see yourself sick, hoping God will heal you. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. But, well, I'm sick and I'm wanting God to heal me. Well, see, you you don't see well. See, I'm healed. And the devil's trying to make me sick. You know, people who know me well, uh, you know me a long time, You, you know, sure, there's opportunities all the time to not feel well. I'm in one right now. But I'm healed. Why? Because I saw the picture I saw what he was saying when he said, I sent my word and healed them by his stripes. We were healed. Not going to get healed. I am healed. And the enemy's trying to make me sick. And see, when you, when you go to God and say, hey, here's what I need. I need a miracle. I need you to heal me. Well, that would be a miracle. Does that mean you have to take you from where you are, translate you back in time before healing was provided because you are healed? See, you're praying against the word already. Well, it's not that big a deal. No, it's just life and death according to Proverbs. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's just effective or ineffective. Well, here, here look. Dang it. Uh, how you see yourself, how you see prosperity. See, you, you, need, you don't need to improve your image, you need to exchange the image. You know, how you see prosperity. Let, let me tell you what prosperity is the way, the, the way that God has, has, has worked in my life and, and, and helped me exchange the image. Prosperity is the ability to respond in a Godlike fashion in any situation. But there's, there's different places in my life where I've had to wrestle and, 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 and tear down those old mindsets. That's why you take every thought captive. Why do you take the thoughts captive? Because they carry an image. And if the image is wrong, you've got to get rid of it. See, some of you guys, some of you guys, you see the love of God, but you don't see it clearly. And, and, and in order for your faith to be activated, you got to understand the love of God. Like, like, like Romans says, that his love, he has proven his love for us. That Yet while we were still sinners, he, he had Jesus die for us. But yet in the, middle of a, in the middle of a trauma, in the middle of a struggle, in the middle of a hard day, these thoughts will come. What's the enemy trying to do? He's trying to get you to look at a different picture. right? He's trying to get you to, to focus on an old image. And you'll say, well, well, if, if God really loves you, if God really loves you, why'd he let your baby die? Or if God really loves you, why do you let you lose your business? Or if God really loves you, uh, you know, uh, how come your wife left you? Well, that one's easier because if you meet the guy, you know why. But anyways, you know, if God really loves you, and can I just tell you something? That your trial, your test, your torment, it's not, it, it's not God's love for you that is on trial. It's your love for him. Job 1.20, Job's an amazing, amazing guy. You know, in one day, he lost 10 kids and all his earthly possessions, in the top four of the richest people who ever lived, and in one day, everything he owns is gone and 10 kids. And, he, and the Bible says, and he got up, he went outside, he rent his clothes, he shaved his head, he threw himself in the dirt and worshiped God. Uh, why did you quit serving God? Someone said something mean to you? Pastor Tom said, I had dead faith. I'm done. Oh, if I had more time, I'd really mock you. (laughs) See, if you could see what God sees... If you could see what God sees, then in the middle you wouldn't be distracted with what the enemy's trying to show you. See, the, uh, you know, raising the kids. There were, you know, we had a picture, a God God painted picture of what our what our family was going to be like. But in the middle, when the Post started swinging by the house, in the middle, you know, when you know they're dealing drugs at the middle school, in, in, in the middle you know when when they're having parties at the house every time we leave in the middle and in the enemy's trying to get you to see a different picture. And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I have it written down. I saw what he said at the beginning. See if, if you can see what he says, you, you can you can record it and you can carry it with you like a photo. And then when you're looking at your life and you compare No, this junk is not in the picture. So I must be in the middle and not to the end. Because if I will stand fast, if I can see what he sees and begin to say what he says and stand, not cave in, give up, and quit in the middle, when I get to the end, the vision will speak for itself. See, I don't know where you're at. I don't know what you're going through. I, I, I don't know what mistakes you've made I don't know what de- what decisions that you've used to to, 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 to to deflate your life but I do know this that every single one of us the enemy's trying to show us an image that's different from the one that God has of us and you do not want to simply color and you know try to change the one you got you want to exchange it you, you want to be you want to be radically transformed not incredibly informed so you, you want to see what he says can you see it that you're above only you're not beneath that you have strength for all things. You are ready for and equal to anything that comes up against you. Because Christ has got a a factory going on the inside of you, the same spirit, the same life that raised Christ from the dead. You got that. You carry that. Of course, hell keeps trying to show you a different picture. Because hell knows that if you stay on track with God, you're going to shut hell down. Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you stand, man? I'm telling you. You 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 have what it takes. Yeah, I said you have what it takes to demonstrate Satan's defeat not not down the road. I'm talking today. Can I pray for you? Close your book, bow your head. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we just pray that the eyes of the understanding would be enlightened that we could see. God, I pray for people that they would begin to see your plan, your purpose, that they would see your will for their life. God, that your will for their life is not broken, it's not defeated, it's not poverty, it's not barely making it. God, that your will for their life is such an amazing life that it causes atheists to question their unbelief. God, that your plan, your purpose for their lives is so powerful. God, let them see it. And the places that we have already, we already know that the way we see a thing doesn't line up with the way you see it. So God, we just want to make an exchange today. We want to exchange our way of doing, our way of being for your way. So we're going to seek you. God, we're going to seek you so that we can see. And While heads are still bowed and eyes are still closed, we're all going to pray one more prayer together. And you're here and you're in this room, and and, and I'm telling you that God got you here today, and he's showing you something that maybe you've never seen before. Maybe this is your first time ever at a church. Maybe you grew up in church. That's not the point. Maybe you've never heard of the sinner's prayer, or maybe you've prayed it a 100 times. That's not the point. The point is, is that you recognize today, oh, what I need to do is exchange my life for the God life that God created for me. That I, I, need to, I, I need to get connected to the real source of life, and, and, and all I got to do is exchange my life for the life that Jesus came that I could have. So I'm going to pray this prayer, and everybody in the room is going to pray it, and I'm not going to call anybody forward, you know, but if you're here while heads are bowed and eyes are closed and you say, you know what, Tom, I I need to have a little exchange system here. I'm ready to give my life up to receive in exchange the life that God created for me. If that's you, I want you to stand to your feet right now. Just stand up. Just take a stand. And say, yep, I'm taking it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So cool. Come on, just stand up. Just take a stand. And say, yeah, I will exchange my life. I'll exchange my vision. I'll exchange my purpose for the pur- God-given purpose. It's still Just while heads are bowed and eyes are closed, you're sitting there and you're thinking about it. I'm, okay, I, I, you know, I don't really need to just, just stand. If you can't stand in here, you're never going to stand out there. So I just want to give you one more shot at this. And trust me, you need to hurry. I'm going to Tulsa. You just stand and say, okay, thank you. That's so awesome. Okay, I'm going to thank you. That's so awesome. I'm going to exchange my life for the life that God has for me. So cool. Everybody in here, just pray this. Just say, dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I need your love. I need your acceptance. I need your forgiveness. So I receive it right here right now. I exchange my life for God life. Come inside me. Make me different from the inside out. Give me hope. Give me strength. Give me vision. I choose to live for you every day of my life. Say thank you for saving me. Thank you for making me free. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Come on, everybody. Give God a shout and a praise.